Welcome back, everyone, to Drunk Bible Study Bonus Edition. We are here with the book of Esther. How exciting. This is really a great book so far, and I'm glad that we have a whole nother episode on it. I wanted to dive into some of kind of the background of Esther. It it sounds like Esther is basically a fairy tale, essentially, it's just a... Oh, but let me tell you that oh? people on the internet, Christians on the internet would really take umbrage with you calling it a fairy tale. And I know this from reading well, some YouTube comments just like 30 seconds ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, YouTube comments are like the worst of the internet. I feel like <laughs> YouTube comments have become what Reddit used to be. Like, it's like really where the total trash of the internet used to goes be? to... to I just feel like Reddit now is not as toxic and terrible as it used to be, and that huh. YouTube comments I don't know have what gotten worse. Reddit, but, you're hanging out on. I guess, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just in the right Reddits, the wrong Reddits. I don't know. One of those. On Wikipedia, it says the apparent historical difficulties, the internal inconsistencies, the pronounced symmetry of themes and events. It it all is the gross exaggeration and the reporting of numbers all point to Esther as a work of fiction, mm-hmm. and its vivid characters, mm-hmm. except for Xerxes, being the product of the author's creative imagination. Now, it doesn't really say who the author is that I can find, which is interesting. Right, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's essentially, you know, talking about the creation of Purim, and that's basically what it is. So. It says, in her article, The Book of Esther in Ancient Storytelling, biblical scholar Adele Berlin discusses the reasoning behind scholarly concern about the historicity of Esther. Much of the debate relates to the importance of distinguishing history and fiction within biblical texts, as Berlin argues, in order to gain a more accurate understanding of the history of the Israelite people. So they're essentially saying that the author of Esther didn't mean for the book to be considered as historical writing. Hmm. They intentionally wrote it as a historical novella. So it was, you know, common during the Persian and Hellenistic periods to which scholars have dated the Book of Esther. So that's cool. I think that's fine. And it's a good story. It is really fun so far. That's the thing. (laughs) It's like, it's a good story because it was written as a story. Yeah. And not Mm -hmm. trying to be something else, right? And I'm like, huh. Yes. It's interesting to think that a story written to be a story might be better than a story that (laughs) is written to further a political aim or (laughs) to just be a history. Or to have a a heavy-handed moral behind it. Right. And I talked about this right at the top of our last episode, but the structure. So the book of Esther consists of an introduction in chapters one and two, which we read. Then the main action in chapters three to nine, 19. So we're still in the middle of that. And then a conclusion in nine, 20 to 10, three. So we still have that to go like the quick conclusion at the end. And as I said before, the plot is structured around banquets and that word occurs 20 times in Esther. So that's interesting. And it's essentially, yeah, the the origin of the Jewish feast of Purim. So there you go. Yeah. It's also fun trivia. I think someone mentioned this in the chat when we were doing it, but that mm-hmm. it's one of the only or maybe the only book in the Bible that does not have a single reference to God. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Just kind of, do you think, even not even an implied God, you think? I don't know. I mean, they talk about... We haven't seen it yet. Obviously, Jewish people, but not right. 
not specifically God. Yeah, there hasn't been anything about God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so because this was a story that was written to actually be a story, it means there's several film adaptations because, again, we have an actual narrative arc to play with here. So the first adaptation I'm going to talk about is based on a book that I read, actually. So oh, the 2004 novel written by Tommy Tenney called Hadassah, mm. subtitle One Night with the King, was this novelization, like a historical novel that came out in 2004, took my corner of the evangelical Christian church by storm. I did read it. And I do... Was it good? I remember... Okay, for Christian content, yes, it was good. (laughs) I think that's, that's how it goes. Like in a lot of... Christian circles, it's like anyone produces something even slightly remotely good, people are like, oh my God, Academy Awards, right? Or Pulitzer Prize. (laughs) Mm -hmm. In reality, I do remember being put off a little bit by by like, what is this male writer doing trying to describe menstruation to me in a book? (laughs) Like the way he's describing it, I'm like, "Mm, Mm, you're a dude. I'm sorry. I can't can't get behind this. But it's like taking something that's already an interesting story and then layering it, right, with detail and backstory. It's basically biblical fan fiction, right? Okay. Now, that novel was really popular, and so it got developed into a film starring anyone that we know. Let me look down the cast. Peter O'Toole is the only, literally <laughs> oh. the only name that stands out to me. Okay. Huh. Okay. Uh, when was this movie made? 2006. Oh. So, not too long after the yeah. book came wow. out. Yeah. Now, I tried to find a good clip from One Night with the King to show you. The problem is from what I've seen, I've not seen this whole film, um, but what I've seen from watching these clips is like this film is so extra. Like it's just like a lot, like I tried to find the throne room scene where she comes in, you know, Mm. we don't know, is she going to die or not? Like, is it going to be okay? And it was just like so like slow motion and dramatic swells of music as she's very slowly walking up some steps and... You know, and Xerxes is wearing all this eyeliner, but not like in a cool way and in a way that looks weird. So it was really hard for me to find a good clip. Now, I do have a memory of my sister calling me up after our mother had dragged her to this film. Oh, God. In 2006. (laughs) And? Uh Oh, my goodness. I remember my sister being like, oh, my God. That film was so bad. Oh, no. Mom loved it so much. I couldn't say anything. Like, yeah, she's talking about like Esther. She had like this pendant and like she would like grab it and pray and like these weird like sparkly stars of David would be like floating around her. And then Xerxes like in the scene when she kind of comes into his bedroom, my sister, I remember my sister being like, (laughs) he was wearing like this sheer see-through Top, like he was wearing man lingerie. It was lingerie, sister. It was lingerie. <laughs> wow. And I did, I did find that scene. You know, uh, to be fair, whatever you're envisioning is lingerie. Like I think that's what, like you know, this is historical lingerie that he's wearing okay. in this film. So okay. I can't really vouch for the quality of this, but the much more beloved version is, of course, the Veggie Tales version. Oh, I'm so, so excited! I've heard yeah, much. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we're gonna watch just a very short clip okay. of the throne throne room scene. And as people in the chat have promised, you know, Esther's probably the hottest vegetable you've ever seen. I'm excited. Can't wait to see this hot veg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so before we just look at this scene, though, I did want to just mention that in this Veggie Tales version, 
the the like auditions that they all do is actually mm-hmm. a talent show. And they actually okay. bring them all up on stage and they have to sing a song. And so, you know, you've got like one contestant yeah. before who sings a song about how she wants to like save all of the homeless puppies in the city. Oh, so yeah, they're going to make cute. it a little bit sweeter than it actually was. Yeah, well, it's for kids. Which was how well this lady does it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also the VeggieTales version has a lot of references to God, which is funny mm. for a book that has zero. Yeah. Okay, so okay, that that is reminding me. That yeah. was something that I do remember from One Night with the King from reading the book is that mm. of course, it's written by a Christian dude and so our moral becomes about, well, the reason why Xerxes fell in love with Esther is because she didn't have sex with him. She just like uh, stayed up having oh, philosophical yeah? conversations with him. Oh, and so there's okay. also That's this like- definitely playing what chess. Pu- yeah, definitely this purity culture message as well. Yeah. Of, yeah, like, yeah, That's yeah. how you get a husband king okay. is by not having sex. Mm-hmm. A husband king, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That's what I read. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so this is the scene now where she's shown up in his courtroom. And in this one, I think Heyman is there already in the room with him rather than her just talking to the king by himself. Mm-hmm. But, but here we go. This is, this is the scene. What would I do without you? Oh, wow. She is hot. Hey, who invited the queen? Did you invite the queen? Uh, no, I don't think I did. But that's okay. Huh, phew. Come on over here, Queenie Pooh. <laughs> Even the scribe <laughs> breathes a sigh of relief when she doesn't get killed. I don't know if anybody told you, but popping up uninvited is generally discouraged around here. By uh. death or banishment. But my little Queenie Pooh can visit me anytime she wants. <laughs> so what is it you Does want? She talk? Just tell yeah, me. She does. Whatever you want, it's yours. Um, if it uh if it pleases the king, there's something that I'd like to I'd like you and Heyman to come to dinner tonight. <laughs> they all have confused looks. <laughs> Oh, isn't that nice? She's inviting us over for dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> now, can we talk a little bit about this, quote, hot vegetable that we're looking at? She is here. hot. Is she? Because I did not get a hot vegetable vibe. Well, okay. Well, who are you comparing her to, Jace? What other yeah, hot vegetables other have you vegetables? seen? <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know any what, hot vegetables. I, That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. I was hoping that I would know what kind of vegetable she is. Oh, maybe yeah. she's an asparagus. Yeah, maybe yeah. an asparagus. Maybe a green bean. Yeah, maybe a green Maybe bean. a green onion because her head's a little bulbous and oh, she has like yeah. a stick body uh, so she looks like an asparagus but with a bulbous head, maybe she's a green yeah, onion. Yeah, they've given her that like, okay. I guess, 2000s hot girl. I'm... You know, I've got like this little piece of hair falling in my face yeah. and that's real yeah. sexy. Right. It's like a bob, but I have a strand of hair across my face. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's also just in this, they've really portrayed Xerxes as being <laughs> not hot. Well, not, not a hot, real dingus. which is disappointing, yeah. but a real dingus. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, like when they oh. kick out the, the first queen. 
when they kick out Vashti and like throw the suitcase out after her, which in this version, Haman's the one who does that, even though he hasn't entered the story He's yet not there in the Bible yet. version. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but then the the king comes up and he's like, oh gosh, well that seems a little harsh, don't you think? Interesting. And he's like, nah, man, if you let him talk back to you, everyone will talk back to you. You got to respect the king, you know? And he's like, oh, okay, I guess. But what do I do now? He's like, oh, let's get you a new king. It's just very much Queen, of a, like yeah. doofusy kind of a king. Wow. Which it tracks though with what's in the text. Of <laughs> Xerxes true. just kind of like, la, 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 let's <laughs> drink. True. Let's make it a law that everyone can drink as much as they like. Ha, <laughs> la, true. la, come get naked. Ooh, virgins. Okay. <laughs> Some people that you don't like. Okay, <laughs> let's kill them all. Like he is a little bit of a dweebus. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I am really interested to see how the whole thing ends because it's been a fun time so far. And yeah, Veggie Tales did not disappoint. Thank you for showing me. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, we'll see you next week for the conclusion of Esther as well as a quick quiz or maybe a long quiz. Who knows? This is kind of an in-depth book and we've had some... Uh, like things that we didn't know about, like uh, words that Dedeker didn't know, things like that. <laughs> yeah, like sand traps, I think. A sand trap, yes. Yeah. So perhaps that'll come up in the quiz. We'll see you then. Bye.